Good afternoon, this is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up. A few minutes in the middle of the week to think about astronomical things. Now, I'm here in the FMR studio with Professor John Compton, who is a Professor Emeritus of the University of Cape Town and a geologist. And he has written a book recently called Interpreting Earth, A History of Geology Through Encounters with Table Mountain. And in his research for this book uncovered a lot of intersection between the history of astronomy and the early geologists who came here. So good afternoon, John. Good afternoon. Nice to be here. Now, this book is a sort of a wealth of all these these figures who came to Cape Town and got up to all sorts. But there's one or two who I know that, that are your favourites, and one in particular, the Abbe de la Caille, who came here in the 1700s. And, I mean, I know one or two stories about him, but I think you know some more the kinds of, of interest that he had in geology. So do tell us more about the Abbe de la Caille. What was he up to? Yeah, well, he was a very busy body, um, not only laid up, up late at night, of course, observing the stars. He was amazingly active and a prolific astronomer, as I'm sure you're aware. He named many of the constellations we now know, including Mensa, which is Table Mountain, the only Earth feature that features as a constellation, so that's significant. And also, Musca the Fly, my favorite. Okay. <laughs> and then, of course, Magellan Clouds as the tablecloths. And he apparently, because of the many times in his observatory, he could also observe the mountain and was quite intrigued by the comings and goings of the uh, tablecloth, as many of us are that see it as it flows over the precipitous cliff faces of Table Mountain. But his interests were actually broader than just as much work as he did. It's amazing. He found time, of course, to measure the Arca Meridian that I think you've spoken about before and proposed a pear-shaped earth instead of an orange or (laughs) a lemon. And this was later uh, sorted out by McClear much later, and maybe, maybe your listeners already know about that. But in addition to all that, what intrigues me about the man is that he also made some key observations about Table Mountain in terms of its geology. And the primary thing that he noticed, that he was one of really the first, was that not only was Table Mountain flat, which was pretty obvious to literally everyone who came, not surprisingly, but that he realized that below this flat surface, there was a whole series of rock layers. In other words, it was like a layer cake of various layers stacked one upon another. And it's intriguing because it's one of the most obvious features, besides it being having a flat top, one of the most obvious features of Table Mountain is it's composed of layers. And it's very intriguing what took so long. And it appears that people just didn't really think about layers until uh, Kolb and Mensel and then the Abbey came. And that was all sort of in the early 18th century. So 1730s to 1750s. Okay, so he's here for like 20, 30 years. Well, no, the Abbey himself Mm -hmm. was only here for several years, 17, uh, let's see, 1751 to 53 Mm -hmm. or 54. So he was Mm -hmm. only here for about three years, but he did a lot. Mm -hmm. He also is one of the first people to realize that the rock falls, that the rocks at the base of the cliffs originated, of course, as rock falls from above and that the trigger for some of these rock falls was earthquakes, because there had been an earthquake the year prior to his arrival, and he had heard discussion about this, 
and that there had been some eyewitnesses of rock falls or they'd heard rock falls. So that was very important, those two features. He realized the mountain was made up of layers, it wasn't just flat, and that it eroded through the process of rock falls, which is, of course, the falling of large fragments of rock, often triggered by heavy rain or earthquake. And, and in those early days, the scientists who came here, they would have been, you know, jack of all trades. I mean, he was an astronomer, geologist. Thomas McClear was also a medical doctor, a surveyor, goodness knows, whatever else. We don't know how they had time to, to have a cup of tea, these guys. <laughs> That's right. They were very broadly trained. So many of the earliest observations on the mountain and the surroundings were by the ship surgeons, who were, of course, there to treat people on the ship. But their training was broad enough that they had a general interest in all living things, and some of them even in the rocks. And they made comments on those, and I report on those in the book and discuss their significance in terms of the, our overall understanding of mountains through time. Thank you very much for telling us about this fascinating book that you've produced recently, Interpreting Earth, and also for talking to us about the uh, Abbey de la Caille, fascinating figure from Cape Town's history. Thanks, pleasure, John. Pleasure, pleasure. Well, for now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies. If